My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's guest is Melissa Bologna. She is the founder and CEO of Beauty and the Broth, and she is a health and wellness expert. I'm so excited to have her on the show. Um, You actually sent me a few of your bone broth um, packages, and I'm obsessed. I posted about it on my socials because I was just blown away by the quality and efficiency of, of your packaging. So I'm so excited to get into your business, how you created this and more about you. So welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much. I'm so excited um, to be chatting with you and even more excited that you love the products. And um, thank you for having me on. Yes, absolutely. So I want to know about your story. You know, you're a young woman, you're successful, you have your own business, something that's helping people, which I love. Tell me about your your story, how you found Bone Broth and what kind of gap in the market you saw there. Because obviously everyone now knows about Bone Broth, but just kind of like what I was reading about you earlier, like there's nothing efficient about really like boiling your own bone broth or like, you know, even buying the frozen stuff in the grocery store. Like it's just like effort to, you know, defrost it. And then, you know, so tell me about your, your process thinking about this product and how you would develop it and like your love for bone broth. Yeah. So I, I might be biased, but I love this story because I was never like the quintessential health and wellness girl. Um, In fact, I was the opposite. I was, you know, really having to be motivated to work out, motivated to eat healthy. And that's probably why I had chronic digestive issues growing up all my life. Um, And then I spent many, many years acting. um, And then that's kind of when I discovered bone broth where, you know, my bad habits of really not having habits, I guess, um, it caught up with me and it became, you know, I used to measure health, like, okay, you know, I don't look like I've gained weight, so I must be healthy. And it was also probably a young mentality as well. Um, and it wasn't until I started getting really bad brain fog and truly just not feeling good and, and being sick and tired of being sick and tired that I wanted to do something about it. So that's when um, my sister kept trying to get me to try bone broth. She's like, I'm telling you, I'll really help you. And I wouldn't even try that. I'm like, that's so weird. I'm not going to try something called bone broth. It sounds so... Anyways, I obviously tried bone broth <laughs> and I was just blown away. Um I was blown away. Not only did it heal my digestive issues, it got rid of my brain fog. And at the time I didn't know why. And then it helped with my joints. And then when I saw what it did to my skin, I couldn't coming from like an acting background where I'm like, that's where you're okay. I need a facial. I need lasers. I need this. Um, I couldn't believe that that was the thing that helped my skin too. So from there, I became addicted to bone broth. And then I went to go to continue my routine in Los Angeles. And then I went to Google, you know, bone broth. Like it was so wildly popular in New York where you could just grab it hot on the go. And there was no place to grab it hot on the go. So that's when I was like, okay, that's weird because LA is very, you know, I consider it the center of health and wellness. So that's where the idea came from. 
And then the further digging I did on the competitors in the market, you know, it became a little bit like the three little bears where some were too gamey, some were too weak, some were bad quality, some were inconvenient. And there was no product that just made it simple because sure, you can make it at home, but it's A, never going to be as good. B, you can't do it the right way unless you have it on the stove that whole time for the benefit of the bone to break down. And then you need to strain it. Then it's going in the freezer, fridge, freezer, fridge. Um, So there is nothing that was easy to use or single serve. So that's where this idea all came from, um, from what it did to me, uh, seeing, wow, it's not blown up as much in L.A., then seeing, wow, there's no product in the market that's just really easy to use with a high integrity of ingredients and quality. And then Beauty and the Broth was born. Amazing. I love that story so much. And the product is really amazing. I, I actually have it like three to four times a week. I need to order more. Um, it's so easy. It comes like for everyone listening, it comes in these little packets and it's like the condensed bone broth and you just add hot water. And it tastes amazing. I've had bone broth from all over the place. And this one actually does taste amazing. And I love how all of the bones are either grass fed or um, pasture raised or free range or whatever it is. So they're all super high quality. So I do love it. And it does make me feel great too. I've recently cut out coffee. So a few mornings I've like had bone broth instead. Like, do you drink coffee? I I thought I saw something where, where you didn't So I do drink coffee uh, because I'm like, I'm a very habitual person. I'm like so basic. I have my my coffee, my bone broth, my smoothie, but I normally have an iced almond milk latte and I'm just getting sick of the flavor. So I don't know what to do. It's to me, caffeine doesn't really do much for me, to be honest, but to me, it's the the act of getting the coffee. Um, So I'm going to need to get the bone broth in more places so I can just do the act of getting the bone broth. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So was it hard developing the product? Like, what did you do after you conceived the idea? Like, did you have to contact someone that you didn't know? Or like, what was the steps? Like, a lot of people listening here are um, aspiring entrepreneurs, you know, young women that that want their own business, that want their own freedom. Um, like, what were those steps? Because that can be really scary, you know, from conception to actually creating. The journey is a little bit wild. I'm not going to lie. Wild in a good way. Um, two days ago was our one year anniversary of launch and to get to launch was a big journey, which is what we'll get into of building a company. So I decided that day I am going to do this and it will be the best bone broth. And I'm a big manifester. And so initially I was like, okay, I've never started a business either. So I was not the quintessential face of health and wellness and became that honestly, through bone broth, I like to call bone broth a gateway drug because <laughs> when you drink it, it heals your gut. And when you heal your gut, you fix the brain fog, everything. So it made me feel really like focused and everything. But so from this new superpower I had, I needed to execute this company. So I thought, okay, I guess I'm going to need some bones. And I started calling farms and I quickly learned that wasn't the place to call, you know, and it, it was like a bit like a video game starting a company where you need to tell as many people as possible and you need to talk to as many people as possible because that's where you get the information. So I was calling these farms and they're like, oh, they thought it was like really sweet. They're like, oh, ma'am, we have a deal with Whole Foods, but uh, you might want to try the local butcher. And I was like, oh, got it. Um, and then, you know, then I found like the most competitive price bones at this farmer's market um in LA funny enough at the Grove 
Um, and it was all organic. So then I then went to a website. I found meetachef.com. I'm like, I'm going to need some help developing these recipes, right? So I found this amazing girl, Alini, who is a chef, um, an Ayurveda specialist and nutritionist. So we work closely on these recipes together and getting it consistent. And then I even had, and it's okay to mess up. We're all, we're all human. I even signed a lease on a offsite, small commissary kitchen. And I started getting my serve safe license and, uh, and interviewing cooks. And I realized like the cost of running that kitchen with insurance and workers comp and everything. And it was so defeating. I pulled the plug the day of the kitchen and it I, they took my deposit. It was, and that deposit was like everything to me at the times, you know, I, I launched this with money I saved, um, which 2020 hindsight, you know, you have to kiss a lot of frogs, but if you're not in that financial position, you could certainly find some angel investors that could believe in the vision and help. Um, so I, I obviously started self-funded. Uh, so it was a lot to me. And then from there, I realized I need a co-packer because every day I'm at this kitchen with problems. I'm taking away from running my business. A, B, the product will never be as consistent as it will be as at a co-packer. And C, it's just so expensive running this on your own. And that is not my wheelhouse to run a kitchen. Um, so then from there, I, it was really, really hard to find the supply chain because it's very specialized. You need to find someone that want, could have it on the stove for at least 24 hours, which takes up their time to produce all their products. So it took a lot of time to find that. And then the battle of if I wanted it shelf stable or not. And then when I saw apples to apples, that that was the way to go. And it's the exact same freshness. And, and I like to argue in a way is a bit more because you're not going freezer, fridge, freezer, fridge, which is not great for the product. And that, that cup that came in the packaging, that was our original packaging. And for the first time in my life, I was completely kept up at night. It's the, for those of you listening, it's this cool rice husk BPA free sip cup. I wanted a reusable cup. I thought it would be cool. That model I loved hot on the go. And it wasn't until I visited my supply chain right before COVID that we came into this concentrated format and uh, everything in my gut, no pun intended, was telling me there was something up with making the cup, the packaging. I would literally not sleep waking up being like we were having sealing issues, like physically sealing the cup. And initially the product was going to be frozen. So, you know, I'm like, as long as it doesn't melt, as long as it gets there, or and then I saw when it would dethaw, it would start sweating through the cup. And then I thought about women toting this around in their purses and it was like a heavy brick. Um, so, but, you know, being an entrepreneur, you just got to get out there and launch. You do. And you can fine tune that stuff later. So another advice is show up, showing up at my co-manufacturers where, you know, they had my cups there with all the broths and we're going through them, trying them all in the cups. And I literally see almost like this little hockey puck at the side of the table. And I'm like, what's that? They're like, oh, like that's just, you know, the broth in concentrated format. It's the same exact thing that's in the cup, except we didn't add the water yet. I'm, and they're like, you know, ignore that, Melissa. And I'm like, interesting. Well, why do you have it like that? 
they're like, oh, well, that's how we ship it to the co-packer because, you know, shipping a frozen product, you need to do it overnight and it's very, very expensive. And then they just reconstitute it with water. And I'm like, well, what's the difference? They're like, nothing. It's the same thing, except this is way, way, way stronger because we cooked the water out of it. So I'm like, hold on a minute. You're trying to tell me I'm paying these co-packers to add water to it and effectively inconveniencing our customers because that was another thing too, too, too weak was or too strong for people. So I'm like, wait, this is genius because then they could put the amount of water they want in it. So that's when we came to this concentrated format and I, I like to nerd out on this a bit. Bone broth is measured in bricks, which is the percentages of solids. So like the solids in the broth used to make it strong. An average cup of bone broth is three bricks. That concentrate in that pouch is 25 bricks. So when you dilute it down with water, you're cutting the different bricks levels down. So when you add about eight ounces of water, which makes a 13 ounce cup, it's still more than two times stronger than an average cup of bone broth. So it's a very, very potent, convenient, easy to use product. And what we have is beyond my wildest imaginations. So it's not like I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to launch a bone broth and make it concentrated because that's going to be uber convenient. I ended up in this situation through showing up, through research and development, through taking the journey I had to do to get there. But I knew something was wrong with those cups I did and I didn't know how to solve for it. And that was like a major aha moment. That's amazing. I have shivers, honestly, you you talking about this. You're a very good entrepreneur. A lot of people, when they face a problem, they just give up and they fail. But you have just shown time and time again through the story that you're just resilient and you'll you'll make something work and you'll try something and go for it full in and then realize maybe last minute that's not what we want to do. And then you'll start again and you'll come up with a different alternative. And I think this is just so inspiring for people listening right now because so many people hit these roadblocks and it's never going to be a smooth journey. And you always learn and and discover new potentials in this journey of you know having your own business and things can con- continually change and evolve. And I think that's just so inspiring. So thank you for sharing that. That's very cool. Thank you. No, I swear if it wasn't for that roadblock. Yeah. It created a huge opportunity. And I get so proud to say we are the only people in the country, if not the world, doing it this way. So it was also a bit of a risk, too, because there's a big educational process to why this concentrate is so potent and stuff. But I think that these roadblocks are almost set up for you to test you and to make it that much more better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to talk about the benefits of bone broth. Obviously, we've spoken about more of the business side of things, but I also just love learning about health and wellness and skin health and gut health. You probably know everything there is to know about bone broth. So can I pick your brain? Like tell the listeners and I want to know it all. I loved it because at the beginning, I barely knew how to be healthy, let alone- Did you have acne? Like did you have skin issues? Um, I wouldn't- I. I did have, I was getting some acne. Um, and normally like if you have bad skin, it's, and you've tried stuff, I'm telling you, it comes from the gut. Um, but when I first tried it, I couldn't believe like the brain fog stuff. And it really perplexed me. I didn't understand why. And so, okay, I'll give you the shebang on bone broth and we'll do the layers. 
Great. I love to tell people it's been around since caveman days, which I love. Like this is an old ancient remedy and the cavemen would literally do this. And it was like their healing elixir to heal themselves after they would be in battle. They would fight. They would this, that, the other, they would use it to heal themselves. And so that was my first indicator. You know, we all love grandma's remedy and stuff right. like that. Wait, I'm going to pause you there really quickly. So just for people listening that have literally never had bone broth, it is like, what would, what is bone broth? It's like, just really. So I just thought of that. Yes. That's a very good point. Bone broth is animal bones simmered in a stew with, you know, different vegetables and stuff like that for a long period of time, um, a minimum 12 hours, I say do a 24 because for the bone to start to break down in the stew. And when the bone breaks down, that's where you get your, your collagen, gelatin, amino acids, and all these essential nutrients through the long, slow simmering cook process. And so the cavemen use it to heal themselves in modern day. It became very popular for something called leaky gut and leaky gut is when you have very poor digestion, um, where then food particles literally seep out of your gut, out of your intestines. Um, because the, the bad food and diet makes holes in your intestine and it seeps out and then cells think it's an invader and they go to fight these food particles. And then that's what get, gives you really bad inflammation and starts to get you sick and have all these issues. And eventually it leads to chronic illness. What bone broth does this stand alone. Okay. Before we get this stand alone, it literally goes into your gut and it fills in those holes. It's almost, it makes a gut lining in your gut a barrier food. Yes. For food to pass through seamlessly. And while it makes this barrier, it pumps directly into your gut, a line into your gut, this collagen, uh, amino acids and gelatin. So to me, that standalone speaks volumes, but then when you get into what that actually does, it's even crazier. Um, I'll just ramble off some benefits and then we'll get into the gut portion. Obviously we talked about hair, skin, and nails because, and with that comes joints too, because as we age, no matter who you are, no matter how great you take care of yourself, age, age happens to all of us and your collagen depletes with age. So the fact that bone broth goes directly into your gut and pumps it with collagen and something I love to tell people is your gut cannot ingest powder. So bone broth is actually a really great um, form for your body to receive collagen. And I, I, I'm a skier and I played field hockey and stuff growing up. I've always had like this bad right knee where I would start to need to wear a brace during skiing. I don't even wear a freaking brace anymore. It's crazy. Wow. So quickly, I just want to touch on the sure. powder things. A lot of people will say like, I'm having powdered collagen in my smoothies. Does that do nothing? It, it listen, in my opinion, it's better than nothing. You miss a hundred percent of the chances you don't take, but it's a little bit of snake oil. Like your gut really doesn't process and digest it. Like um, maybe you get a flicker of benefit, but it's really, it's really not it. I mean, it's great that it's bringing awareness. And like I said, better than nothing, but bone broth is a no bias is a very good source of collagen because the molecules of collagen and bone broth are smaller than those in face cream. And on that note, by the way, 
when you put face cream on your face, the collagen is actually not going into your face. It's too big. But obviously, face cream has other benefits, such as hydrating your face and this, that, the other. So it's really important you know, for your skin, if you're taking care of it on the outside, what are you doing on the inside? Right. Um, so that to me is huge that the molecules are smaller directly line into your gut. Boom. And then of course it gives you, it's great post-workout recovery because it's so high in nutrients. It helps with sleep, um, aids in digestion when digestion, you know, leaky gut, IBS, Um, But then what I find mind blowing, which I credit to bone broth, but also healing your gut, um, which bone broth effectively is healing your gut is the gut itself. So your gut is responsible for 85% of your immunity. So bone broth is effectively they're responsible for your immunity because it's literally protecting your gut, keeping it healed, pumping it. Um, what, what we're going to get crazier here. Your personality comes from your gut. What? I know that serotonin is created in the gut, but that's serotonin, we're, we're, get, we're getting yeah. there too. And when you have anxiety, depression, they're linking that to your gut too. Wait, your so, personality is made. Tell me more about this. Honestly, it blow. They've done all these studies. So your gut has trillions of microbes, like living creatures in your gut. So these things feed on whatever you're putting in your gut. So you need to feed it the good stuff and stuff like bone broth is really positive for it to feed off of. Otherwise, these little things have a mind of their own. And to put that into perspective, your gut personally has 100,000 times more microbes than human beings on planet Earth. So like you're a galaxy, I'm a galaxy. and We just do not know what's going on in there. Wow. So all those microbes make up your personality, your mood, everything. So they've done this testing on mice. This is gross, but it is what it is, where they did a fecal transplant. It put the poop from one mouse and the other mouse and switched it, just injected it. It completely altered the personality of the mice to have the personality of the other mouse. You're kidding. Honestly, I I go down rabbit holes. Obviously I have to, this is my business now and learning this stuff. It's insane. So you, you actually are what you eat and you better be sure you're taking care of that gut because, and you know, like you said, serotonin is produced there, which, you know, makes you happy. People have kicked anxiety and depression through their gut. So everything, your gut, they call the second brain. And I'm beginning to think it might be the first one. Um, There's so much that goes on to it. And right now I'm really excited. They're doing the gut microbiome project. So I'm excited because this is like the tip of the iceberg. There's so much we don't know. And this is what we do know. And it's almost frightening and very alarming. Um, So bone broth regulates your gut, aka regulates your personality. That's why it cleared my brain fog because it was all directly linked to my gut. So the fact that it cleaned up my gut and protected it is what got rid of that brain fog. And I call it a gateway drug because got rid of that brain fog, which made me feel more motivated. And the more motivated made me want to work out and make me want to, you know, eat healthier and stuff like that, because I didn't have that type of personality before this. It's crazy. How, so do you just have one a day or like how much is the optimal amount to have? I have one a day. Yeah. Yeah, I have one a day and having one of our pouches is the equivalent of having our recommended two cups a day. 
Um, so, and you'll notice there's like 15 grams of protein in the chicken, 14 in the beef, which apples to apples with other broths, like most of them, a full cup of it is like a 13, 14 ounce cup, seven grams of protein. So it's, it's pretty wild. Amazing. And you, you, you get the bones from like farmers near you and everything. Yeah. Farmers sourced in America, free range, a grass fed, grass finished. Um, they, they're personally rated a very high animal GAP rated four, which is the highest you could be in that department, which is also something that was important to me. A, cause I love animals, huge animal person, but, but unfortunately being like a vegetarian stuff like that doesn't suit my lifestyle. And also what I also realized is you don't want to be buying bone broth from not reputably sourced bones, not just for like the vanity animal play, but also because think about it, you are what you eat. We've established that. So you don't want to eat a stressed out animal that's poorly treated because you're going to get poorly mistreated, stressed out health benefits. Um, So the sourcing is very, very important for the bone broth you drink as well. Absolutely. You know, for me personally, when I touch meat, it has to be the best quality just because I know that it can be a completely different food if you eat industrial raised uh, animals versus, you know, more pasture raised. And um, yeah, I, I definitely can tell the difference too. Like last night we had grass fed pasture raised filet that was like, you know, from a farm nearby, like really, really good and cost a fortune. <laughs> My boyfriend and I got got two pieces, like one for each. And it was like 50 bucks. So we were like, okay, we're not doing that. We're doing that once a month. <laughs> yeah. Once a month. Once and a I'm month. coming next time to the Bahamas. That sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> it was so good. He, yeah. He cooked it last night. My boyfriend with like butter and was like raising it. It was just like out of, out of this world. That's um, glorious. Yeah. It was very, very good. And this is me coming from, I was vegetarian for years and I was actually, I hadn't touched red meat for almost a decade actually. And then three years ago I started, or two years ago, I started again. Um, I was in South Africa with my boyfriend and his family and the, the meat there is so good. Like South Africa food is just out of control. So they had like grass fed this way at the steak place. It was just amazing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And then I actually felt really good after eating it like physically and my mind was more clear. And I just, as much as I, like you said, like I, I wish I could actually, you know, do vegan, do vegetarian, but my body, it can't do it. I've tried. I, I feel so much better eating, um, you know, animal products, not like it doesn't have to be every single day, like eating a big steak, but it's, I don't know if you feel the same. Like I, I just feel like I have to, like, it's, I don't know what it is. Everyone feels so differently. We all have different you know, we're all largely the same, but we all have different balances of chemicals and, and different blood types and bio-individuality. Yeah. (laughs) So there's no one size fits all, but I just, I, I'm just someone who likes meat. And also if you are vegetarian, like you, you really need to do your research because to get all 21 of the amino acids, you need to get it in different ways. I I think vegetarians definitely have more options than vegans do, but you, you need to be really careful how you source all 21 amino acids, because if you have too much of one and a little of this, it will just cancel some out. 
and it needs to all be consistently to have it across all 21. Uh, I'm, I'm learning. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I get that. You're explaining it very well. And uh, I agree, you know, but again, to each their own, I have friends that eat like the high carb vegan lifestyle that thrive and they eat like 20 dates in one sitting and no protein. And I'm just like, okay, how do you do that? But then they're great. So if you do it right, you could thrive, but you really need to commit to it. And it it may may or may not work for you. Right. Exactly. That's just why testing your own body is the key. Um, so yeah, this was just such a fun conversation. I love talking to you, Melissa, like so full of knowledge and Uh, your products really are amazing. Like genuinely, like I love them. Which one's your favorite? I was going to ask you the chicken or the beef one. It depends on my mood. Um, I love them both for different reasons. I find that the chicken you could drink, like, I have no issue drinking it in the summer. Like I tend to crave Uh the chicken in the summer because it's just very clean tasting. Um, the beef I crave more if I'm like really hungry or I mean, it's like the same amount of fullness, but it's just all mental. If I'm more hungry or just like wanting to be cozy, you know, love it. That's, that's a great answer. Amazing. Well, where can everyone find you if they want to buy your products, follow you on Instagram? So our Instagram and website, it's thebeautyandthebroth.com. And our Instagram is at thebeautyandthebroth. And that is where you could find us. And Amazing. And what about and your personal? My personal. You have app. a great Instagram too. I Thank you. I know <laughs> these days I'm like, like a vehicle to beauty in the broth. Mine is at Melissa Bologna. And I like to point out that there's no G in Bologna. Yep. Yeah. Bologna. It has the Bologna. fun thing over the end. Exactly. I was really, you nailed it first time. Bologna. <laughs> Bologna. <laughs> Are you Italian? A South American. Oh, fun. Everyone thinks Italian because of the last name, but hence the no G. Oh. Um, Yes. So my dad's from uh, Peru. That's very cool. Love that. All right. Lovely. It was so nice chatting. Thank you so much for coming on. It was so great chatting with you too. And thank you so much for having me on.